All right, welcome back to Inside Flicks. This is our weekly box office report where we take a look at the details of last weekend's box office numbers. So let's jump right in. Rich, can you tell us which films made the top five rankings this past weekend? The number one film in America is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse with 19 million. Coming in number two is Elemental with 18.4 million. Coming in number three is The Flash with 15.1 million. Coming in at number four is No Hard Feelings with 15 million. And round out of the top five is Transformers Rise of the Beast with 11.7 million. Well, here's an unexpected twist, right? So Spider-Man Across yeah. the Spider-Verse had made a comeback. It reclaimed the top spot at the box office, despite, I would say, a rather lackluster weekend overall. Yes, definitely. It's really sad that not even one, not even one movie. At, you know, this is the this is Red Hot Summer. This, this must be Red Hot Summer for theaters, right. and not one movie comes out with over twenty million. These are horrible numbers for a summer weekend. Well, uh, yeah, across the Spider Verse is now in its fourth weekend. Mm -hmm. I suspect a lot of it has to do with that social media campaign highlighting right. that there was alternate film versions being shown in, in theaters. I wonder if that uh, was taken because uh, they also had, uh, when it was first released, that there was um, a problem with some of the uh, audio issues with uh, um, the, one of the IMAX versions. And I wonder if they re-released it. And when they did that, they put a different version of it. I don't know. I I, yeah. I, I have no clue. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but you know what I, I think probably did help is I, I, I was reading that, um, or I was seeing on social media that they were going to, uh, uh, they were adding premium screens to it. Oh, oh yeah, okay. yeah, sure. That makes a lot of sense, yeah. Since the Flash did so poorly. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, so I think I think Flash and, and Spider-Man were uh, splitting a lot of uh, uh, a lot of premium formats. Yeah, uh, but uh, Disney's Elemental came in number two. Uh, it's, it's. I guess you could say it's a, a decent for that film. Still, I wouldn't say that they're they should be no, they're out of the woods yet. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they should be dancing in the streets right at this time. Soon. No, I no, mean, but, it, but if it continues to have you know thirty percent and twenty uh, percent drops like Super Mario Brothers did and like Spider Man just did this weekend, mm -hmm. then um, it, it 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 could you know stick around long enough to hopefully break even. Oh, I don't know about that, but it did. I mean, it did come in number one on Thursday night. But yeah, let's go to the Flash. The Flash, absolutely, um, oh, it, it's, it, it's a, yeah, it's an absolute disaster. It's uh, this is embarrassing for all of for all amounts. I mean, well, I, I got to be honest here. This number is a major, major blow, and I think it's a, it's a complete rejection of the new Flash movie. It's a complete rejection of everything uh, Warner Brothers has been doing DC related. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the only successful DC movies were the Batman and the and Joker, which yeah. had nothing to do with these <laughs> universes. But I'm also and, surprised um, that it, it hit this, you know, slump internationally too. It, it This actually spells trouble for all the DC comic book movies that are coming out this year. Well, luckily, Blue Beetle didn't cost a lot. Yeah, yeah. So Blue Beetle can manage to make, you know, about, uh, you know, what Flash has made right now, then that's good enough for that movie. Now, if you're DC right now and you're at this crossroad and you got to decide whether to go all in and give B Blue Beetle a massive promotional push, or do you take a step back and just call, go, you know, if it becomes a bomb, let's just let the chips fall where they may. Do you consider that kind of option? You know what I would do? Yeah. You know what I would do? Um, 
because James Gunn right now he's he's working on his you know whole new DC universe, the reboot of DC, In the Superman movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, and exactly. But the main thing that he's working on is Superman. So I say continue working on Superman. Give Matt Reeves more money, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, give Todd Phillips more money, and you know let's let's re- let's just focus on those three. Let's just. Let's just focus on those three movies for now, mm-hmm. and you know, um, let's see, let's see how those go. Because I mean, people love Joker, uh-huh. people love the Batman. If the sequels to those could be even bigger, then you know, th- that could maybe possibly make up for the losses of these movies because those movies are a lot cheaper. And um, and hopefully, Superman's awesome. Hopefully, you know, Superman can win over an audience over time. It doesn't have to be a, a box office sensation, but as long as it's well received. And as long as audiences like it as well, and um, as long as it makes more than The Flash and you know Shazam and Black Adam and all these other DC movies, I think um, that would be a good start for the new DC universe. But um, yeah, I'm I'm hope, I'm really hoping the, for the best for Blue Beetle because uh, I want to see how it does with the Latino mar- markets, and I want to I want to see if they actually come out for this film. And, and first, I want to see if it's any good. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it, yeah, and if it does phenomenal, well, look, look out, Sony. Here, here comes El Muerto's back. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> uh, with, but they they they've been promoting Blue Beetle as the first one in this new DCEU. Should they just kind of abandon the whole DCEU and just have these kind of uh, I don't know? Some people have called it Else Worlds or some you know these standalone uh, universes. Well, they got to restructure themselves financially too, because they can't, they can no longer, I guess they can't even go over a hundred million dollar budget. And so, I mean, it's, 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 it's sad because you didn't think you could go any worse than uh, the rocks movie, black Adam. Yeah. Um, I, 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 and, and this isn't, this isn't, this isn't anything to brag about, but I mean, the only positive thing is that it's not bombing as bad as Shazam 2 <laughs> but I mean man this is a movie that featured like the return of Michael Keaton Batman yeah, you know, yeah. uh, you know the debut of you know Supergirl you know first time since like the 80s that yeah. <laughs> we've seen Supergirl on, uh, on film mm-hmm. and uh, I we talked about this a little bit last week I think Mike brought it up but I think you know DC uh, this DC movie The Flash it was just really targeting a much older audience and I think they really kind of um, they forget they forgot to make a movie that that would appeal to to the uh, to a younger you know generation because this because I know everyone that I spoke to was super excited for this movie but like looking back at it it's like everyone that I spoke to was like around my age <laughs> <laughs> so I mean you know and I'm probably like in in the in the in the younger spectrum of you know the, the people that want to go see this movie but um yeah I mean. I don't think anyone in their 20s had any interest in seeing this movie. <laughs> but, I mean, let's talk about the fifth film, uh, Transformers Rise of the Beast. Don't you think that film was at, uh, aimed toward a younger audience than the, the Flash then? Yeah, but it already had an audience, right? The Transformers movies? I'm saying uh, Transformers didn't, uh, you know, make, make much of a smark. Well, the problem with the Transformers, it had that baggage of, of being part of the Michael Bay stuff, which, you know, those those are considered now old movies, you know? Mm. But Transformers is still, you know, it's it's still doing a lot better than Flash. That's not, true. Not, yeah, 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 not, yeah. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure DC would have loved to have those numbers for the Transformers movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, because I mean, Transformers is probably going to end up making, you know, 
over 400 million worldwide and there's no way flash is going to make you know 400 no no the, I probably most likely not which is sad because we we all say that it's a, it's a good film um, yeah and yeah. and the and also what makes it even more sad is like they say they have a script that's ready for the sequel a sequel written for the movie mm-hmm. and you know James I think it was, I think it was James Gunn I don't know but there was like a report going around that if the movie kind of matched the box office of the Batman or at least kind of made somewhere around that that we would get a sequel to this, you know, it wouldn't necessarily be the end of, you know, Zack Snyder universe, if you will, that, you know, this, w- it would continue, but not anymore. <laughs> well, Kevin Smith said that, um, he was talking to the producer who owns black. Oh, was Kevin Smith that was saying that, right? Was it Kevin well, Smith? He-, was saying- he, he was talking to the, he was saying that he was talking to the a son of a producer of the Batman franchise. I forgot who, who he, who it was, but. He was saying that if this was if the Flash movie was you know a big phenomenon that he would try to convince Michael Keaton to come back for a Batman Beyond. Uh, no, they said they were going to greenlight it right away. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they were going to do that. So was Michael yeah, Keaton so already he, on board? Yeah. Yeah. I was, yeah, that was I mean, the rumors. Had, oh wow. He had already done you know a Batgirl movie and mm-hmm. all that. Yeah. Yeah. And this also kind of makes me think you know now hearing all of this stuff you know. Uh, maybe the real reason that the the Batgirl movie even got canceled was just because they didn't want to, you know, promise, you know, the the return of Michael Keaton, uh, Batman, and all that. And then, um, you know, the Batgirl movie was kind of, you know, messing all of that up. You know, the the ending that they ended up giving us, it just feels like a, an ending that they gave us because they didn't want to, you know, they didn't want to promise Michael Keaton in more movies. And yeah, definitely felt that way. And that's uh. I don't know. It, it, it just left a big sour taste. Look, I was a big fan of the new uh, Flash movie, but I do understand why it may not have clicked with younger audiences. Um, but, you know, like like we're saying here, I have to kind of admit the truth here. I think movie audiences didn't really care about the, the return of Michael Keaton as Batman, unless you are 35 or older. And I think that yeah. demographic, or, you know, maybe a little younger, 30 but I mean, I, I but that demographic is less likely to head to the theaters these days. Many of them are preferring to stay home and catching on catching up on TV shows. And maybe this weekend they probably checked out The Bear season two, which I yeah, did, which yeah. I did, and I loved it. And it pains me to say this, but I think I think in that regard, I, I, um, this type of movie, this type of superhero movie, is feeling a bit outdated, a bit tired. And it doesn't have that cool factor anymore, and I think uh, I think maybe that's the major problem with the film. It just feels too old. It feels old fashioned. Well, that's the problem with movies with like like the Flash and Black Adam that have been in production for like a decade. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I think just the, in general, the hatred for the film hit the internet way too soon. Uh, I mean, the very first CGI. Well, and there the- is a continuous hatred for James Gunn. And I don't know what James Gunn can do to like to please that audience, to please that f- f- part of that f- the fandom there. Mm-hmm. I think he can't really do anything much there. Uh, and but that's gonna, always going to be there because I, I don't know. I, you know, to be be honest, I, I don't really care. <laughs> I tell you, it 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 uh, it if I, I can't devote any, I can't devote any time to really think of, you know to go through that and what what it's the main problem there. Um. Yeah, if I was James Gunn now, at this point, just do your Superman movie and 
try to get out as fast as possible because <laughs> oh but it it's feels gotta like, be this feels like it, the titanic really no but it's got to be the um the casting that's that's the first major step and so far i haven't heard anything that's you know the, you know let's go or whatever yeah but I, I don't think there's anything you could again i don't think you could i mean the the fan base is so fractured i, I don't think there's anything that james gunn could do to to please them i mean well, well, I think bringing he, he bringing Henry Cavill back would have pleased a lot. No, Jesus, yeah. But then they will just come up with another, you know, excuse, pro, you yeah. know, excuse of of hey, no, I don't know. I I really don't know what what it is, but you know, uh, we got to talk about no hard feelings. This is the latest raunchy comedy that stars Jennifer Lawrence. It debuted at number four and it ranked in about fifteen million. Mm-hmm. And some folks are trying to put this a positive spin on this, and that this is pretty good for Jennifer Lawrence. But I. Personally, I'm not that convinced. I'm, I, you know, sure she is maybe one of the few stars of her generation who could really pull in a number like this because this is really this movie was just kind of solely hinges on her star power. But you know, coming in number four, I don't know. What's your thoughts on it? Uh, to me, it's not that great. From what I heard, the budget wasn't that that much at all. Mm-hmm. But still, there was no, no not much of a cast involved. It looks like, uh, you know, Matthew Broderick was the second biggest uh, name on it. And uh, he, it looked like he, could do, <laughs> he did his scenes in a week anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the, um, I think uh, Jennifer Lawrence went all out and uh, she, she's producing it. And I think it's, a, it's, it's an okay hit, I mean, for her, because it, this, this number um, was better than predicted. I, I think it was predicted like a 12 million mm-hmm. at, at first. But still, it's it's not that great. I mean, but still, it, the um, it, it it it's it's not a bad step for her. Um, yeah, I don't I don't think it's a great number. It's kind of what I was expecting the movie to make. Um, but uh, but I'm I'm sure Sony was hoping that this would have you know made double this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure you know they they were hoping that they had on their hands like another um, what was it? Uh, bad teacher. Mm-hmm. Was oh, it the okay. Cameron Diaz movie? Yeah, uh, that was also a Sony a Sony R rated comedy that came out like a decade ago. That was with uh, Cameron Diaz, and but it also had it, Justin Timberlake, yeah, so it was, so it had more stars in it. It did have more stars. It did have more star power. But this is a better movie, and mm-hmm. I, I'm surprised to say that because I was expecting the whole, to kind of hate No Hard Feelings, mm-hmm. uh, and it's not great, but um, it's much better than i thought it would be and um it's definitely a better than bad teacher and i'm sure sony you know from seeing the movie was probably hoping that you know this was going to be a big hit for them but it's definitely not a a failure you know what i mean okay yeah i mean me and mike also saw the film and uh um uh we kind of agree that the film was just okay i mean we it's, it's there a was fine, a lot it's okay it's an okay yeah like you were saying it's a it's an okay movie it's a, an okay comedy i i would i w- would have wished that it went a little bit harder on the or edgier a little bit yeah. i think it's it's, a, it's pretty it's pretty good in the first half yeah yeah, yeah the, the beginning is is better the uh, second half gets some more more serious but i i kind of didn't mind it because it just kind of made you uh like the characters a bit more or whatever I, I, mm-hmm. I, I would say this jennifer lawrence did win for it she, yeah. she went for it and yeah. I, I did like her performance in the movie and the kid was good too yeah the kid was very good yeah yeah story wise I, I really wish it went, went, went was going to go for a different direction I mean uh, similar to like 
more traditional can't buy me love kind of situation and mm-hmm. uh, meets a uh, you know weird science i really <laughs> wish it went with like a weird science kind of vibe like um i can't really say it because it, it will ruin the film but but you know I, I really wish it went with that kind type of um um you know storyline similar weird science <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean uh instead of you know instead of her oh she sets she, him up with the, the okay, uh, other the younger woman younger uh, well you you talk about like you know you know stars like who could who else could be in this in this movie that would help the the star power of the film and i i really can't I come up with anybody anyone, yeah really man yeah well I, the only I, one the only one yeah. they'll 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 mention name is margot robbie i mean that's it's no i'm not right talking about someone to replace jennifer lawrence i'm talking about her main star you know, in oh. the, the, the dude she stars with. And I really don't know if there's anyone else who's a big name. You, you, you could get a, a TikToker. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's really the star system in, in Hollywood right now is just pretty much dying. And I think no, this I is... No, I don't think that's the problem. Because, I, look, I just, I think that you, you have to also, like, kind of consider that there's there's kind of, like, we're, we're in this, like, shift, right? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, we don't we don't exactly know what's going on in the box office it seems like people right now with maybe audiences themselves aren't maybe not so sure about what type of movies they like anymore and uh because like if you look at the box office i mean yeah it, it, it it's these numbers aren't great these are uh, n- none of these uh except for spider-man you know none of these movies are r- really doing very well but they're still you know uh it's still doing be- much better than it was you know a year ago or two years ago and um i i think that was a pandemic <laughs> yeah i know i'm and i i just I, what i'm saying is i I think it's just slowly kind of growing and um i know what you're saying we're we're now discovering the new norm in the box office and some of these movies yeah because i mean like because i was comparing no hard feelings to bad teacher and like when you when that came out right. You know, R-rated comedies were making a ton of money. Yeah, mm-hmm. R-rated comedies don't make money anymore. So, I mean, I I think this is this is a kind of a good start. I mean, hopefully, because uh, we got um in two weeks Joyride Joyride coming out. Hopefully, you know that does well. But I'm worried that might come in even lower than this. Uh-huh. And um, I, I but I think you know for for the return of R-rated comedies, this this is an okay start. It's a good movie, and it seems like audiences are really really liking it a lot uh more than more than us so well, it, it got a b I'm plus hoping, i'm hoping next week um it has a uh, strong legs and b plus um that for a comedy that's not bad i mean b plus is horrible for like a, an action movie and blockbusters and stuff like that but for a comedy that's um for comedy and horror movies that's not bad well i have the i have a different feeling i think the movie's going to struggle for its second week at the box office it might the discussion surrounding the movie right now is surprisingly focused on the mor- mor- uh, the morality of the characters, especially Jennifer Lawrence's mm-hmm. morality. Um, you know, her well, being an older woman. Watch, um, people don't watch the Mick. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, the, well, the discussion is about you know Jennifer Lawrence being an older woman trying to seduce a, a younger man, and again, I, I find that to be very hypocritical or you know overly reactionary and. I kind of it bothers me when when people start bringing up morality and decency, uh, you know, when we're talking about movies, because it kind of borders on on censorship and you know sanitizing your stories, you know, just to please a you know mainstream audience and stuff like that. But I think that's unfortunately this this is there there there's a negative discussion around this movie, so I think that's going to hurt the box office for its second week. 
And I, I don't understand why people are bringing this up. I think uh, Jennifer Lawrence did a, a terrific job. There's Dude. one great scene, a beach scene, which is probably like a one of the most, probably going to be one of the most talked about scenes in the in, in summer. It is a daring, bold, comedic take on, and this, I won't give anything away, but it is a take on the Eastern Promises, <laughs> Eastern, Eastern Promises uh, bath scene. And I thought uh-huh. it was a hilarious scene. And I to think- me, it reminded me of, uh, I guess, a, a, a fight scene uh, from, from, from Keenpin, just because of how outrageous it was. <laughs> and I wish that, you know, I wish that they had more Kingpin. kind of, I wish they had more like outrageous scenes like that in the movie, but, uh, um, you know, kudos for Jennifer Lawrence. But I mean, that, that first half of the movie was just like, I thought was just really strong. Cause I mean that in that beach sequence, that wasn't even the, the only like big laugh. Cause immediately after there's, there's another one, which I won't spoil. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, yeah, I think when that movie wanted to be funny, it was pretty funny. Cause that first half was, was pretty solid. It's just, you know, the second half wanted to kind of, give the characters a little a little weight and stuff i didn't mind that i didn't mind that either uh it's just i think it, it just ultimately it it was just a much more blander or just more kind of yeah. bland comedy well it also felt like a movie that would have come out in 2003 yeah i mean that's a that's also a major problem about the movie and i, if, I think that's yeah, another it, reason why i don't think it's going to do well for the rest of the weeks or re- rest of the upcoming weeks feels yeah. like one of the average fairly brothers movies that would have done well in the box office back then it would struggle now. <laughs> well, you bring up Bad Teacher, and that was—I didn't get Bad Teacher, but after watching the movie, it really seems no. Like, but that's probably what they, what Sony was expecting, like right. box office wise. And I, I got the feeling that Jennifer Lawrence is might be the next Cameron Diaz, because that's uh, she is definitely Maybe. heading that way of like being, being part of that type of comedy rom coms, raunchy rom coms, and um, but then again, you know, Cameron Diaz also had a. A shaky career, you know. No, she was also in drama and uh, comedies. Too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, she I didn't really. Dance. She's had a great career. Okay, okay, take it easy. <laughs> take it easy. And uh, mm-hmm. and FYI, I did like uh, uh, Bad Teacher. <laughs> okay, l- let's move on. Rich, can you tell us about the remaining movies that that made the top ten at the box office? Coming number six is Asteroid City. Number seven is The Little Mermaid. Number eight is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Coming number nine is The Blackening. And round out the top ten is The Boogeyman. I guess the Astro City, you know, this 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 week it opened in, in wide release and it did fairly well. It it expanded, it, it had a jump. Uh but is this the ceiling? Is this it for Wes Anderson? This is uh, I, this is such a this is a great start for this movie. But is um, it I, is it also the end, I'm saying? No. No, because I was expecting this to open much, much smaller. Uh, his his last movie, uh, The French Dispatch, uh, which I, I did not like. I was not a big fan of that movie. Um, I think came uh, it 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 came in that movie ended up making a domestic total of about sixteen million. And you know, it, I think you know with this start, Asteroid City's probably going to outgross it. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you think? I think it might just kind of completely drop off the top ten in two weeks. Yeah, but you don't think it'll make uh, like. 10 million in that two weeks? Another 10 million? No, I think the, the theater average should have been a, a much more higher uh, for this film. I mean, uh, really? Yeah, because it's, although it's the, it's the best one of this week, like I said earlier, yeah. this is the shittiest week they've had in a long time. I don't think it's, I don't think it's the shittiest week because we've had a lot of weeks. For where, summer? Like, 
for summer okay yes. well for summer yeah that's true but but what i'm saying like earlier this year we've had you know big movies coming out yeah. and the box office you know we'd see you know n- number one would make you know like 20 million or whatever and then every everything else in the box office was like three million two million one million i'm i'm happy that you know we're at least <laughs> at least getting uh, a couple movies in the top 10 that made you know mm-hmm. over five million <laughs> but still this school's out i know i understand but yeah I mean, this has truly been a bad year for movies, and the only movies that have really been doing well are animated movies. And look, even though Elemental's doing horribly, it's at least having uh, legs. It's going to lose money, but, you know, these animated films are kind of like the only ones that are really making movies anymore. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Hollywood's on strike right now. Uh, They're saying actors are going to screw on strike, but actors, you know, they should just retire because, you know, (laughs) people just want animated movies. You know, (laughs) no. People are spending two, three hundred million dollars on these films. No one's watching them. So you know what? Just everything, just, just turn Hollywood into an animation well, studio. You know, well at least the movie division of Hollywood. I think a lot of people are watching the television part. Oh yeah, that's uh, a good point. That's a good I mean, point. I and and maybe maybe to find the real stars or the next stars, you got to look at television. That's where I kind of find new talent, and I'm I'm very surprised by some of the some of the actors in tv who are doing amazing stuff yeah hire them to be a voice actor in the next mario movie <laughs> there you go but to go back <laughs> to wes anderson's astro city sure i mean this is a big jump from last week and out of the, all the art house movies that came out this year it's probably the one that's doing the, the best and certainly compared to something yeah. like Bo is afraid yeah, man, for for this dead box office year that we're having, uh, like, again, we're, like, only animated films and, like, Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, uh, miraculously. And, look, if Guardians came out a few years ago, it would have been easily over a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. If this came out before the pandemic, because they, they waited too long for this movie with all the James Gunn drama that happened years ago. This was supposed to come out a long time ago. If this movie came out before the pandemic, it would have easily made over a billion dollars. It would have maybe made, like, $1.5 billion. And um, this is just a terrible year for movies, man. I mean, I, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if this is just like people are just waiting for movies to come out on streaming. Well, I, maybe yeah, people are just, um, um, I don't know. Maybe people are just going less to the movies. I you think, would think with I, all these, you would think with all these like um, movie subscriptions, like Regal and AMC have like, you know, Regal, you could see unlimited movies. Same with AMC. It's like, you would think these memberships would encourage people to go to the movies more often but mm-hmm. i don't i don't know i would say on a financial level it's a very bad time for movies but yes but critically i'm surprised at how good how much i like some of the movies have come out uh this year Are particularly you? at this point of the of the year because compared this to like last year which i i you know i was i was struggling to find like mm-hmm. some good movies at this point in the in the year mm-hmm. but at this point i got like I got a couple of like, you know, at least my top five. I know exactly what, you know, some of my favorite movies and they're pretty decent. They're pretty good. They're pretty strong. And I haven't seen all the movies this year. So I'm, I'm, uh, and I'm, you know, we haven't even got to award season yet. So I'm surprised. Fast X. (laughs) Yeah. I'm I'm still waiting for fast X, but I I mean, there's, there, there's so on a, on a critical level. Number one, five, the fast X, number two, the machine. (laughs) On a on a critical level, it has been somewhat successful. So I am you know, like like we were saying, we're surprised the Flash did so poorly because I think overall that is a decent uh, film. But 
it yeah. is also very old-fashioned too and we also got to understand yeah. that theater uh, audiences are dominated by a younger group and i don't mm-hmm. think they care about most of these movies yeah and also like you know when i saw flash you know um i, I saw the movie multiple times I, I really enjoyed the movie it's definitely not perfect but i, I enjoyed it and but when, i went to a couple of like the the fan event screenings and stuff mm-hmm. and like during all of those you know they obviously had like all the dc fans in there and you know when they do do those cameos and stuff you know the applause was you know was uh in in unison like the whole theater was you know applauding and clapping but when i went to go see the movie like the other time like like in the opening night and then i I started um again like last week and um during those scenes there was like like no applause (laughs) Like even when the theater was packed and stuff, like there was like no applause, or there might just be like one person like in the theater or something like that that would you know react to that. And um, yeah, again, yeah, like yeah, like you're saying, I think you know they just really targeted this movie to to a much older audience, and that that hurt it. I think if the Flash came out uh, 15 years ago, it would it would be a much different story. But yeah too late same with black adam right <laughs> well i still haven't seen black adam <laughs> well uh let's move You're the a- problem mike <laughs> <laughs> let's move forward let's take a look at the movies coming out in theaters this upcoming weekend rich what do we have opening up why this weekend is indiana jones and the dial of destiny this is the new indiana jones sequel the fifth chapter in the franchise which likely marks harrison ford's final film as iconic archaeologist indiana jones set in 1969 the story follows dr jones as he is on the verge of retiring from teaching, but not yet from embarking on one final globetrotting adventure. Also opening up in wide release is Ruby Gilman, Teenage Kraken. This is the new DreamWorks animated fantasy film about a social awkward teenage Kraken trying to fit in a high school where the most popular girl is a stuck-up teenage mermaid. Also opening up in limited release is Prisoner's Daughter. This is the new father-daughter drama that stars succession actor Brian Cox as an ex-con suffering from terminal cancer who is released from prison and tries to reconnect with his estranged daughter, played here by Kate Beckinsale. This is from Twilight director Catherine Hardwick, who recently helmed this year's Tony Cutlet comedy, Mafia Mama. All right, so Indiana Jones, The Dial of Destiny. This is projected to have a 60 to $70 million opening. Not and great. This is, this is the Fourth uh, of July weekend, or technically, yes, yes, and it's not a great opening projection because you consider that Indiana Jones: The Kingdom of Crystal Skull opened a little bit over a hundred million for its domestic opening, so this is much lower. That that is true, but that was also like tw- almost twenty years ago, right? That was in two thousand eight. Yeah, so I mean, like f- fifteen years ago. But I would say most likely has to be number one. I think the question is mm-hmm. how much is it going to make? Is it going to be uh, what they project, what the studio projects or is it going to do a lot lower, or maybe even a little bit bigger? Well, the word of no mouth, clue. the word of mouth that's already been hidden. I mean, it's, it's iffy uh, at best. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm worried about since, since the flash hit so low, I mean, I'm worried for Indiana Jones because um it's sure. The, audience, right. It's, it's only going for nostalgia and, uh, um, and, and as far as, you know, all the hatred for the special effects on Flash, there's a lot of special effects in the beginning of this film that, 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 that might hit that, uh, oh, this is, del- this, this is delicious to hate, you know? I mean, 
the movie opened in Cannes a, a couple months ago, and it, it had a, a, a mixed reaction. It had a mixed reaction from, from the audience and critics. Uh, since then, the buzz hasn't been that great. But most of the critics have said that it's a okay movie. <laughs> well, the, 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 overall, uh, the overall plus on it is that it's better than the last Indiana Jones adventure. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, there's a, couple, there's a couple positives right now. I mean, like Richard just brought up the big one. Everyone is, well, not everyone, but I have actually seen a couple of reviewers say that uh, The Crystal Skull is a little better than this movie. <laughs> yeah, oh, really? But, <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. but, but they mostly say it's, it's because of um, Spielberg's direction. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. also because um, Harrison Ford was still, you know, not as dead <laughs> as he is in this movie. So he, he he was more lively in that movie because I think even in the plot, like they're they're saying that, you know, Her- they're playing into the whole like this. This is this is not the same Indiana Jones this is an old man. Right. He's on mm-hmm. the verge of and, retiring on, on this one. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. So I, I hope this is not a cry macho with the dial of destiny. I mean, this is the. <laughs> Um, I hope this is, he's still indie. I mean, as far as it looks like he's, it's in the, in the commercials and all that, it, it still looks good. The interesting thing is that Harrison Ford has been doing very well in television this last couple of years. Yeah. You yeah. know, he stars in, in, in that, uh, Yellowstone spinoff series, 1923, and he's very good in it. He's also right now in, uh, the Apple TV comedy show shrinking where he is mm-hmm. an older therapist dealing with his own issues. And, you know, there's one scene where he gets high, so he's having fun. <laughs> and I, I really, truly enjoyed his television work. Yeah, there's different. There's definitely a fortissance <laughs> happening. In, uh... or they're trying to make it happen. I, I do like the last couple of promotional campaign pushes to, like, really focus on Harrison Ford, his mm-hmm. legacy, how much we may have took him for granted for the last couple of years. But, what, yeah, well, again, what's your thoughts on how much this movie's going to make this weekend? I honestly have no idea, but um, I think those projections like sound pretty good. Actually, I mean, for me, because again, for me, like I, 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 I love Indiana Jones, but yeah. but that last movie, it, it came out like 15 years ago. Yeah, and I remember, you know, that was that was a movie that yeah, I, when I was a kid, like pretty much everyone that I knew went to go see it, but it's because they're parents took them to go see it you know what i mean it's like their their dads took them to go see it or you know there's it was it's like a family thing and i don't know if any of those people are going to be passing it down to their children you know what i mean mm-hmm. i don't think i don't know because <laughs> the crystal skull was a lot of people's first it was their introduction to that character and now their parents i see this movie having the similar problem as the flash honestly but we'll, we'll see yeah i i, I... I too can't trust this, these audiences anymore. I mean, it could either be, you know, another flash or it could either be a, it could be a, a top gun or a star Wars. Yeah. Like a top gun or star Wars. Situation. Yeah. I mean, top gun. We, we, we all thought it was, wasn't going to be that bit much of a hit anyway, because it was what? 35 years after the first film. I mean, mm-hmm. this could be the same situation. Who knows? I, I'm not sure if this movie is going to be a box office success. I mean, it's, I think it's going to be number one because Really, there is no competition. Mm-hmm. There's no competition, but there's a lot of movies in theaters that aren't making a ton of money, but they're still, you know, making money. I mean, there's still options. Was what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I guess you know, there's there's a lot of things to choose from because if you're taking the family, the kid, the kids might say, "I want to see Spider-Man again," or "I want to see Elemental," or you know, the 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 little boys might be like, you know, "Let's go see Transformers again." 
You know, the girls might be like, you know, let's see Little Mermaid again. And, and and grandpa's saying, let's go see No Hard Feelings. <laughs> and then, and you're saying there's there's no one saying, let's go see Indiana Jones for the final time? No, that's just the dad. The dad, basically, <laughs> it's just dad. And uh, and he's the same guy that's trying to see The Flash. <laughs> Everyone says no to him. He's like... <laughs> Let's uh, let's make it a double header. We could watch Indiana Jones for on his final adventure, and we could see the return of Michael Keenan because apparently no one gives a shit about these two people. <laughs> no, yeah. those just that's just going to turn into a Spider-Man and Elemental double yeah. feature. I forgot to mention uh, earlier about when we were talking about the Flash. I I remember seeing I I saw this week that theaters were actually promoting a a buy one get one free ticket to go see the Flash. Wow. I know, yeah, Fandango, right? Uh, that's incredible to me. That's that's and it just, still did that know. terrible. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, could this be the same situation? Oh my god. What what's the budget on this new Indiana Jones movie? About three hundred million. No, you're joking. No, yeah, it is about three hundred million. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> it's a lot. I think a lot of it has to do with the special effects, the de aging, and stuff like why that. Why they even? Well, well, you know what? I, I was going to say why it, they even make this movie, but. When they when this movie went into production, when this movie was greenlit, it was a different time. Well, it was during the pandemic, and once once you shot once you shoot films during the pandemic, that means uh, all all the extra uh, more expensive cost of the medical. And, um, but you know, also to, also this movie has been pushed back multiple times. I mean, this yeah. was supposed to come out. I mean, the, 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 this project was in the in 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 the production for a very long time. I I think Spielberg was on was ready to direct uh, at least a at version of this. And then he jumped mm-hmm. off, and then James Mango uh, took over. So I think the problem was that this was in production for too long, and now we're at the point where not a lot of people care anymore about Indiana Jones, which I'm sad to say. It's the same situation as The Flash, but there's still a chance yeah. that this could be a hit. Because, I mean, this is like Richard was saying, this is Harrison Ford. It's not Ezra Miller. <laughs> this is a Harrison Ford. I mean, just the return of Harrison Ford in... um. And Star Wars, you know, I think gave that franchise a huge boost. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I yeah. think, um, I, I think you know, Indiana Jones still has a chance, but, but I think you know, it's it's definitely not going to do the numbers that um, that Crystal Skull did, and it's definitely you know, if it, if this movie really costs three hundred million, it's definitely not going to be profitable either. No, but, it would have to make, I guess, about five hundred overall. I I'd say 500? maybe six hundred. Six hundred. Overall, just to break even, yeah. yeah, it might break even if it's lucky, but I don't know if it's going to be profitable. Let's talk about the other main wide release film. We got Ruby Gilman, Teenage Kraken, a uh, very strange uh, animated fantasy movie, which is I think mostly directed to females, young females. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is projected to hit about eight to twelve million, so it's a very low projection, but it might kind of take in some of that crowd from Elemental. I don't know, man. What's your thoughts? I don't know. I, I, what, what I think is, I think this movie is going to come below its projections. Well, let me say the early projections for Ruby Gilman was that it was five million opening, and just now they kind of upped it a little bit. I think it's going to come at six million, but um, I, I, I think this, 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 this Kraken movie just looks very unappealing, and I saw, I saw the trailer for this movie recently for the first time, um, when I saw Elemental. And uh, the reaction in the theater for this trailer was just so, like, bizarre. Like, <laughs> everyone in the theater was just kind of like, what, what did I just watch? 
you know, including the children. And I just, I, I don't think this is going to do well at all. I, I get like rock dog vibe from this movie. <laughs> you can never tell with these type of films. I mean, uh, uh, it could be like a, a trolls movie. I mean, it was, it was someone kind but of a a trolls, trolls had an IP. I mean, Trolls. Had yeah, like, I'm just saying the the look of it. I mean, okay. but it has you know it's it's definitely going towards the, the Little Mermaid audience and uh, uh-huh. um, go see Little Mermaid instead. <laughs> no, that like, I'm saying that they already went to go see Little Mermaid, so they're still in the mood. They won't Michael mm-hmm. will watch this. So um, you never know. I mean, this is the children's films, and um, with children films, you, you, you just you have no idea what I mean unless it's unless it's uh, you, you know you have no idea because we don't watch Nickelodeon. <laughs> You know, uh, well, one thing, uh, this is one thing I'll say when it comes to children's films, you know, I enjoyed Mario. Spider-Man was really good. Uh, Elemental was, you know, not great, but better than I expected. But the one I've been looking forward to all year is that Ninja Turtles movie. <laughs> so that thing better be a hit because, you know, the fact that I want that movie to succeed might make it, you know, one of the biggest failures of the year. <laughs> no, I just saw a featurette on that movie and. Uh, whether you could hear all the voices, we could see all the voices, all the voice casts. And mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a big, big hit. I think it's going to really attract the same audience that uh, Across the Spider-Verse d- did uh, attract. I hope, man, because I'm a big Turtles fan, but like, it, it, there's not really like a lot of good Turtles like you know content, you know, besides those classic comics and the original movie. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of good Turtles content. And this this feels like it could be like the right, the right project that you know appeals to you and you know to the to the young children of today and also like the classic fans and uh, I'm, uh, fingers crossed on that movie. All right, let's move on to streaming. Let's talk about streaming. Rich, what are some of the options for people to watch at home this weekend on streaming? Coming out on streaming is Nimona, which will, which will be on Netflix. This is a new animated adventure film set in a futuristic medieval world where Chloe Grace Moritz is the voice of a shape shifting teenager who becomes the unlikely sidekick of a falsely accused knight voiced by Riz Ahmed. The animated film is based on N.D. Stevenson's acclaimed webcomic. Also streaming is Run Rabbit Run, which is also available on Netflix. This is the new Australian psychological horror thriller that stars Succession star Sarah Snook as a doctor who becomes increasingly scared when her young daughter starts recalling mysterious memories of a past life. And finally coming out on streaming is Rock Hudson, All That Heaven Allowed, which will be on Max. This is a new HBO documentary that explores the life of Hollywood icon Rock Hudson, a celebrated leading man with a secret gay life during the golden age of Hollywood. He also holds a tragic distinction of being one of the first major celebrities to succumb to AIDS in the 1980s. All right, those are your options for streaming uh, another animated film, which I, I, would, I would assume will give some competition to Ruby. Ruby, what's her name? Ruby Gilman, Teenage Kraken. Um, So there you go. That's it for this episode. Thank you for listening to Inside Flicks. We'll be back next week to discuss how Indiana Jones performs at the box office for its opening weekend. It might do well. We hope it does well. Okay. We hope it does well. And as well, we will talk about the new movies coming out next week. Until then, bye-bye, everyone.